Welcome to Coffee and Combos. In this week's episode, we interview a local artist. So grab your cup of coffee and join us around the table for the one with the official laughing artist. Welcome to Coffee and Combos. My name is Josh. I'm one of the hosts here, as always, joined by my beautiful wife, Becca. So, Becca, how are you? I'm good. I'm super stoked about this podcast. Um, it's going to be really, really awesome. So, you guys better uh, stay tuned in. You're going to really like it. Yeah, and we are recording in one of our favorite spots in Ocala. Uh, we are at the Max right now. Um, which is in downtown Ocala. Uh, it's a hub for local artists. And uh, we actually did our first ever interview here uh, with the official Ness. And so we're really excited to be back here in this just really beautiful space and has a lot of deep history uh, to our city. So I uh, always love recording in different spots other than our kitchen table. So <laughs> it's always fun. Um, if you are a new listener, we want to say welcome to uh, our podcast. We get to be around the table every single week and have conversation. And so we would love for you uh, to become a weekly listener. We drop a new episode every Friday. Um, so definitely check it out. If you're listening via Spotify, just hit the follow button and it'll alert you uh, when we drop a new episode. And if you're on iTunes or Google Play, make sure you subscribe and uh, always leave a comment and a rating. That helps the show grow and uh, reach more people. Um, and if you didn't know this, we have a Patreon page uh, set up for this podcast. So if you would love to support this podcast, uh, definitely go check that out. There's different tiers of support. Uh, and every single dollar goes to help make the podcast better and uh, reach more people uh, with with just the message of having a, a conversation around the table. So um, tonight we are really excited. You know, we have kind of we kind of took a hiatus from interviews for for a little bit. Yeah. Um, it's been a busy season in our life, and when we're thinking about who to interview next. Um, you know, we we want to use this podcast number one to just talk about just every subject in between, right? From parenting to culture to faith, um, all those kind of bleed together. But we also want to use this podcast as a platform for local influencers. And so tonight we're really excited because we have a local artist um, here in our community who is just an amazing friend to us, but also just a, a fantastic artist. Um, who who we really uh, love. And if you hear noises in the podcast, we are in a working studio. So there is artists in the background working. Um, so if you're like, what was that sound? There's artists. Um, but we have an artist with us tonight um, who goes by the official laughing artist um, who's just um, his, ah, man, I don't even know. Your art is just incredible. Every, every piece that I've ever watched you paint and then as we're here tonight and I'm looking around us, just has a different story, has its own characteristic and just beauty to it. Um, and so we, we want to hear from you tonight. We, we want to kind of dive into your life, into your story, uh, and for the listeners to hear who you are. So number one, they can maybe come support you and, and, um, and see your beautiful art, but also, um, hopefully you, you leave us with a, just an amazing takeaway on, on what it means to support local art and a local artist. And so, uh, without further ado, the official laughing artist, tell us about yourself. 
Well, besides official laughing artists, I go by Andres Garcia, or as Josh and Becca call me, Andy. <laughs> um, I've gone by Andy since I was a kid. But mm. The thing is, I think uh, I've just literally taken up the mantle of Andres yeah. as I started out my, with my art career. Um, very briefly, it's like it's a it, little, little quick story about the name Andres. Yeah. The reason why I was named that is because Miguel Angel was too long, <laughs> and it meant Michelangelo. Oh, so wow. it 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 was. I don't know if it's how God works. You know, wow. he's like, no, don't name him after an artist. He's going to be already a good artist. So yeah. it's just like I don't mm. know how that works. But um, I'm beyond blessed with uh, the gift that he's gave, given me. But mm. I'm from Ocala, Florida. Um, I was born in Gainesville, but I was raised here all my life. Um, I literally like I've been drawing ever since I was a kid. You know, I was I was a guy that um, I should say I was a kid. That growing up, I couldn't afford action figures. Mm. So I was always drawing all of my, the people, the action figures that I wanted. So Spider-Man, mm-hmm. Batman, the Green Goblin, <laughs> all of them. And I would cut them out, mm. cut them out, and I would be playing with them. So it was just wow. like, I've been drawing ever since I was a kid. And it's just evolved, and i gotten better and better. Um, I never really took it serious until about, what, a year and a half ago, two years ago? Mm-hmm. Um you know, we're, we're coming up to almost two years now. Wow. So it's just, it's kind of crazy that, you know. I feel from, like you've been an artist so much longer. Like, it I, just, you know. Which you have, but like it's, in this mode. Yeah. Like going in this mode, it's like, it's a whole different ballgame because I never thought that there was a whole career or money in it, mm-hmm. you know, because in the end, like most people depict artists as, you know, broke, always struggling, <laughs> um, just trying to make it, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and it's just like, no, like. In the beginning, like my, I didn't have the full support of my family, wow. but because of that mentality. But realistically, like times have changed. Guys, we have cell phones that have calculators in them. Like, yeah. yeah, you know, our teachers used to say, "You're never going to have a calculator with you." No, we always do now. <laughs> so it's just like we have a social media platforms that can reach out to thousands of people, and you have your work out there shown around the world. Wow, and it's just like um, I, I. I moved back to Ocala to take care of my grandmother who was fighting cancer at the time. Mm. And um, in the meantime, I was trying to find um, what I could do for work. And I was painting a few canvases here and there, nothing crazy. And um, eventually I was pushed to talk to Official Ness or EJ, mm. any of us. And he literally guided me and coached me up to where I needed to be right now. Wow. And it's just like, um, coached me up to how to manage my social media, my money, my income, and what mm. to invest in and what what I need to do for the next level. Like there's, there's different levels that you need to reach when you first start out. Like you don't know anything. Yeah. So it was just like, um, I knew I had to work hard to get into the place that we're at right now doing this podcast. I've, <laughs> I've applied the f- uh, first time I didn't get in because I didn't meet the <laughs> criteria as an artist here, but, wow. um, I didn't let that stop me. I didn't let that put me down. And eventually I did some more pieces and I eventually put those pieces up and I reapplied and I got in. Wow. So, um, but a lot of the motivation came from my grandmother. She was the one that says that if you love what you do, which is to be doing art, pursue it, just do it. Wow. And eventually I just did. And she was, um, you know, I, I told her that's what I'm going to do. And every time I paint, I think about the moments that I had with her, with yeah. her pushing me to do what I'm doing right now. Wow. So that's beautiful. And I yeah. mean, you've got, I know, um, you had a piece up at city hall, yeah. um, which is just incredible to me, you know, like it's one thing for an artist to kind of be doing it as a side hustle or maybe just like a, you know, a cool little hobby. But like for you, what I've noticed is this is your life. Like yeah. when you paint something, 
you're putting your heart, which I think all great artists do that. Yeah. I mean, we, you know, in our interview with the official Ness and, uh, Aug, both like explained their process in it. And I think like both of them, their, their spirit, who they are comes out into the art, which is a beautiful thing. But mm-hmm. what I've noticed about you is like, you put such a meticulous time and effort into the story of the piece. Yeah. Um, and, and it's just beautiful. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, your art, um, I love what Josh said. It kind of, it, it just ranges through themes, um, but so beautifully. Like there's not, um, there's not just one thing that you do really well. Like mm-hmm. you do really well in a lot of things, <laughs> yeah. which is not um, typical. And it's really exciting to be able to talk to someone and know someone and watch them grow. You know, just seeing you really start to take that mantle of becoming an artist um, and for, for like, to make money, <laughs> like yeah. to live on yeah. being an artist. Um, it's been so cool to just watch you come into your own, like mm-hmm. really figure out who you are as an artist and who you are in this community and, yeah. and what is important to you and what you're going to fight for. And you can see that in your pieces. And um, I just think it's amazing. Like you guys have to look up his art, like the way he uses colors, the way that he does um, black and white the way that he does like superheroes and yeah. um and and self portraits like really truly unbelievable talent um and i just um i can't help but get lost in his art and um i don't really say that to a lot of people <laughs> um i grew up loving art um i definitely wasn't um definitely didn't need to make it a career i actually do art in a different way for my career um but i grew up loving to draw and paint and um would get lost in that and love taking classes and love learning more but it's so cool to see someone really living that out um and really just owning what they love yeah um, Yeah. and making it just making it their life it's really 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 cool yeah yeah so um, so, so what inspired you to become an artist? So I know you kind of hit on a little bit about like your grandma mm-hmm. and the fact that she championed you. Um, but when you first started, was it, was it just an, was it an outlet? Like It was an outlet. Um, so going back to my grandmother, you know, going into painting and drawing, it was my way of my, it was my gateway to fight all of my emotions with what's mm. going on with my grandmother. She mm. had, she had basically the worst, um, pancreatic cancer that you can think of. And mm. it's just like, you know, at her mm. age, it was not, it was not going to end well, you know? And it was, it was more the long lines of like, God was selling us all my family. You know, like, look, I'm taking her home. Yeah. You know, it's going to get hard, but I'm taking her home. Mm. So enjoy the time you can. Mm. So I, um, I like going back, it was just like, I, I had to, I really had to grab hold of how I was feeling mm. without losing myself. And the only way I could do that was through my painting. Mm. So I, you know, I got depressed, of course, you know, seeing someone you love that was the rock in your family go down or it's draining away. It takes, it takes a lot out of you. So in the end, like after I would go see her, I would, you know, probably go paint here with EJ mm. or I would go paint at home. You know, mm. uh, a lot of the times um, I, I stayed at home most of the time. And that was, and that was it because I, I wanted to stay close to her in case she mm. needed me. Um, it was hard to be around her, but at the same time, it was uh, I did everything because I love her. Yeah. And um, but it was it was my only gateway to get out of depression and not go other another yeah. route. 
Mm. So it was just a, it saved me in a way because in the end now I'm prospering from it because in the end it's like, I love what I do now Yeah, yeah. because she enjoyed what I did. I did, but I know every, every time I paint something, it's just like, I always think about her wow. and it's just, um, you know, it just, it's very, it's very hard. Just and how cool to know that. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's the beauty of local art um, for those who really get into it and can mm-hmm. actually like meet the artists and hear their story. Mm-hmm. And so for those listening, um, if they decide to purchase your piece, they, mm-hmm. they know a little bit about you. They know mm-hmm. what motivated you. They know a little bit of your backstory. Mm-hmm. And so for a piece that you may have poured your heart into in grief or whatever it may have been, they might seek joy from it. And so it's like that piece of, that piece of grief that you left in it Mm. brought joy to someone else. Oh yeah. So like what a ministry that you get to have through your paintings and the emotions and the, just the, the life that lives on right through paintings. Mm. And I think that's the beauty is, you know, when everything's all said and done, art remains and Mm. art just, Mm speaks volumes and Mm -hmm. so that like lives on as a legacy and so i just think that's so beautiful that like even with your grandma you know passing that you have a legacy that lives on not not only just through you but because of what you've done through that grief and walking through that and your and your grandma being the inspiration I didn't let it stop me, you know i I knew the day was coming i knew the time was coming but in the end i knew that she was going to be at peace Mm. and um i mean the second time that i applied here oh no the first time i applied here um, I came in for an interview the day after she passed away. Wow. Um, wow. So it was like, it was, it was mixed emotions because in the end I knew I had, I had to live up to my promise and what I was telling her what I was going to do. Yeah. So it was just, um, you, you, you pour all your emotions into your art. Every artist out there has a story, you know, as into what they're painting or how they're feeling is going into the piece. Mm. You know, I have pieces that... I did when I had COVID at one mm. point in time, and mm. I thought I was gonna die. But the Whoa. thing is, like, you know, there's, there's, it's legit. Like, you're, you're pouring how you feel. Yeah. And it's just, um, if you ever sit down with an artist and talk to them about a certain piece, I let them tell, you know, listen to their story about why they painted it. Yeah. yeah. It's a very, uh, it's a unique experience because in the end, I got to know EJ very well through a lot of his pieces. Like for the mm. show, it's you, not me. You know. Yeah. That was the first show that I ever got to see him and it punched me in the heart mm. you know but the mm. thing is there's a story for every piece that's yeah. beautiful so, so and this this is a fun question because i feel mm. like yeah um every artist clearly is unique to them their art style but i think a lot of artists clearly have an inspiration that maybe they draw from mm. um into their world and so for you um because your art is just, it's so unique in a lot of different ways. Who, who, or is there might be one or two, who's been an inspiration for you artist wise? A lot of the inspiration came from, I mean, I'll be honest with you. So growing up, I saw a lot of Michelangelo statues um, Hmm. and paintings and I've always admired them, especially La Piera. The one, Hmm. more than Madre is, is a depiction of, um, the one that's in City Hall is a depiction of Michelangelo's Apieta. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's a very powerful piece. Mary wow. holding Jesus, you know, after he's taken down from the cross. Yeah. Um, I've just admired the statues, the mm. Renaissance, you know, that, that style back then. Yeah. Then again, I love the Van Gogh. And then mm. I love, you know, I just, I just love multiple different styles. Like, I got really, really... And you in- do them so well. Like, yeah, because some of your pieces are so strong and they're so, you know, crisp almost. Mm-hmm. Like when you look at it, you're just like, yeah, like these like yeah. perfect lines. And then 
you have these other ones and they're just whimsical mm-hmm. and they just, I don't know, they make you feel like, I don't yeah. know, like just yeah. happy and amazing. And I think of mm-hmm. Disney Flower Garden when I see Literally, oh my gosh. That's what I'm I like, I wish this thinking. was there because it's so beautiful. And for you, like, that's what we're thinking. And you're like, no, there's like a whole other story like, yeah. to that. And this is why I painted this. No, there's, there's I love that. I'm not even going to lie. The piece that like we're talking about right now. So for those that don't know, hopefully... Um, we could somehow share this piece maybe on social media, but it's, it's, uh, it's amazing because it's like this guy carrying flowers and he's, and it's kind of whimsical. Like you said, um, I'm not going to lie. I thought it, it was somehow maybe like a family member for you. And then you, I mean, you shared the story. Well, share the story. So this painting is literally, um, it's a statue by an artist, a very famous Colombian artist named Botero, Fernando Botero. And, um, he is, phenomenal i when i went over there i saw all of his artwork up close it's a whole different level wow. um, we're talking about statues that are ranging up to 10 to 15 wow. feet high oh and they're just straight huge and so he had one of these statues of this man holding flowers and i had bought it and it's been sitting in my room and i was like i really want to paint this hmm. and it was a hispanic heritage month at the time and so i painted this and it was a man with these flowers traveling from where he's wherever town or whatever city we don't know where he's from but where we know where he's going is that he's going to the main city to celebrate the day of flowers in colombia and um they they apparently it gets wild you know what i mean like they sell all kinds of different flowers these flowers are really wild and free and it's just there's flowers laying everywhere i mean you got to definitely take a check out the pictures in colombia when they do the festival of flowers but um, it's uh, the statue is, is colorless. It's all like you know brown and black. Mm. So I had to create my own colors of like what color shirt is he wearing? Yeah. What kind of hat is he wearing? Is yeah. it straw? Is uh, what kind of fl- what color of roses or flowers does he have in the back? Yeah. Mm. And uh, I got you know I was just having fun with it because in the <clears> end <throat> there's that traditional um, Spanish or his- Hispanic artwork yeah. that mm. I really love that you see at like mm. restaurants mm. and yeah. all these other places. And I put that on that canvas right there. Wow. So so good. Yeah. yeah, you'll definitely have to check out this piece. It's it's beautiful. It's awesome. Um, so we noticed that a lot of your art sometimes has um, you know, faith and um yeah. and so we just wanted to chat with you about your faith and how you incorporate it in your art and what that means for you. So I um I grew up Catholic. Um so a lot of my faith is really based off of Catholic beliefs. Yeah. Um, I do believe in angels. I do. There are demons as well. And it's just like, um, you know, a lot of figures that I've seen, like Archangel Michael, mm. you know, there, there's a piece that I'm working on. And um, I feel like as I get older and my faith evolves to get closer to God, mm. um, it's just I, I, I feel like you can be- grow a better understanding of these individuals or these the stories of these people. Mm. And um, so... Michael, you know, imagine having to fight your own brother, mm. you know, mm. and how he feels because he has, he loves his brother in the end still. But in the end, he has to fight him. Mm. He has to do what he does because he loves God. And there's a painting that I'm doing that he's crying, mm. but he's he's fighting his brother. Because not because, you know, he hates him or anything like that, but because he's doing what God tells him to do. He loves God too. And it's mm. just, uh, there's a lot of fear happening in the world. Mm. So it is St. Michael stepping on the devil, mm. and it is him having his sword out. In the background, there's Israel and Palestine, and we've mm. seen what's happening in the world right now. There's a lot of violence, a lot of fear with COVID and everything. 
And I felt like, you know, the angels are really hard at work right now to mm. have people have their faith restored, yeah. you know, mm. and it's, it's really hard to see people lose faith mm. because in the, the, immediately during the shutdowns and the churches were closing down, the fear was literally controlling yeah. everything. Mm. So my way of fighting it was, you know, painting figures like that and having angels be brought to back to life, mm. you know, through canvas yeah. and tell stories of let people know, hey, hold your faith, you know, so I mean, like, have your faith over fear. Yeah. And um, so that's that piece. I've done a couple pieces with like Jesus in it, like the piece that I gave you. Yeah. Guys, so yeah I did that one on Good Friday. It's on our wall. Um, it's beautiful. I, um, I mean, the thing is like Amor de Madre, the Mary holding Jesus. There's, yeah. there's a couple other pieces that I've done. And it's just like I, I want people to be aware that they shouldn't be a, as an artist, you shouldn't be scared to paint what you believe in. Yeah. And that that's was so a, good. That's a huge uh, reason why I painted that one. Yeah. Um, that one is hanging in City Hall, Ocala City Hall right now until I think July 31st. Wow. But I didn't get, I didn't think it was going to get in because it's a religious piece. People mm. frown upon religious pieces. Yeah. And I just winged it, you know, in the end is it got in. So I went to the opening. Uh, the mayor uh, said, I ran into the mayor and he's like, look, it's the first piece when you see in there. It's beautiful. It's mm. huge. And uh, it's 40 by 60 inches. Wow. So it's, it's, a, it's a big It stands board. out. Yeah. yeah, it stands out. It's got gold leaf in it. It shines when the sun hits it. But it's just, um, it's a piece that literally, it literally speaks a lot because in the end, you're seeing a mother hold her son. Mm. Mm. And, you know, she loved him up until the end, regardless of what he was doing, what mm. his mission was. Wow. She, you know... Just going in depth about it. It's like, as a mother, you, how, how do you handle that? Yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? Holding your child after he just made mm. the ultimate sacrifice of him carrying that cross all through those streets, all the way up to uh, the mountain. Mm. So yeah. it's just, um, it's a very powerful piece. And I and I want people to be aware of what I believe in because I, I stand firm with what I believe in. And I believe my faith is going to be one to show everybody that they shouldn't be letting their fear yeah into their lives you know i you know i love that because you said something earlier that i think sometimes artists for lack of better words sometimes they're afraid um maybe of the pr they might get of Mm -hmm. letting their belief whatever that belief is right it could be christianity it could be buddhism whatever Mm -hmm. um shine forth in their work because they're afraid oh well so-and-so is not going to buy my work if i let that shine through but i think man it's bravery and it's also, I don't know, it's, it's, it's just incredible to see that shine through your work. Not in like an aggressive, let me promote this down your throat kind of way, but like in a subtle beauty. I mean, like the, the well, painting you just described. It's well, gorgeous. And, and if, you know, for, for us, if, if God's supposed to be the biggest part of our life, why would we hide him? Like, why exactly. would we not allow him yeah. to be in this part of our life? Like, no. if, if that, especially if we're going to make that our career. Yeah. Um, I love that you I have to say it beautifully. I got to say, like, God blessed me with this talent. Yeah. Why not do, yeah. you know, why not it's thank so him by doing something that I love to yeah. do yeah. and so what good. he's given me? So it's just like, of course, I'm going to do my own rendition of what I think God may look like. Yeah. That's yeah. going to be crazy. Yeah. Because in the end, like, that's how I view him. Yeah. And, but people will maybe catch on to who he is. Yeah. You yeah. know, but it's, yeah. it's going to be a unique experience because it's like I'm bringing... I'm, I'm just showing him love, you know, I'm, I'm telling him thank you yeah, because so in the good. end, I know that this is only the beginning of my art career, but yeah. the thing yeah. is everything is because of him. Yeah. yeah. 
That's good. Well, um, you know, we know right now you're a local resident here at the Max um, uh, in downtown, you know, Cala. And uh, you got a space here where you create. And I know you've done some local shows and there's other things on the horizon. Um, This is always a question we like to ask. But like, what are some, um, you know, maybe some of the stuff you don't want to share right now. You want to save it. But what are some future goals for the official laughing artist. Future goals. Well, I'll be honest with you. So I'm trying to get as many mural opportunities as I can get. Okay, um, let's go. Even if it's awesome. outside of Ocala. That's the thing. Ocala is, um, it's changing. Yeah. You know, their views of how businesses and artists can work with each other without, you know, the city getting involved is changing. So like we're, I'm trying to figure out ways to help them out, find a way that we can work together so that artists are not, um, not having less opportunities, you know, to make money yeah. doing what they love to do, you know, in, in a beautiful way. Yeah. So it's just like, um, I know next week I'll be working on a mural in Lake Wales wow, for, a June, for a Juneteenth. Awesome. Okay. Um, so it's going to be very, it's going to be very powerful because it's, uh, you know, the celebration of the abolishment of slavery. Wow. So it's, um, I'll have, I'll be painting there for about a week and mm. uh, I can't wait to see it. Like everybody yeah. see it. So, yeah. Um, but you know, Long term, I, I really want to be somebody that young artists can go to for advice or coaching or mm. just to teach them to let them know that there is a career mm. in what you do and yeah. what you love to do. Because in the end, Ocala is only getting bigger and bigger. Yeah. And mm-hmm. the artists or the younger generation of artists need to understand is that there's opportunities. Yeah. There's opportunities that out there for you. Yeah. So if you're I willing think, to take them. Yeah. Yeah. You just got to take that, that first step. Yeah. That's awesome. So. That's so good. Um, uh, what, um, you know, and final, if you had to like think about, and when we talk about this question, you know, we kind of were labeling it more towards artists, but I know there's a lot of listeners who maybe aren't artists um, in this kind of fashion. Maybe they're a poet or hmm. music, or maybe they, they're not any of those things. Maybe they're just a listener and they're doing everyday life. What, what are some maybe final thoughts from your life, what's going on in your life that you would want the listener to understand and know? So my advice goes out to all the artists, all the business owners, and people that are um, trying to find a way um, as into what their journey is going to be. Yeah. So how you carry yourself is very important um, that when it goes into your work. It doesn't matter what kind of, if if you're an artist, a business owner – you, it, it doesn't matter how you act and treat people is very important. Mm. And, um, you know, there's going to be good and there's going to be bad days. Mm. But the thing is though, carry yourself the right way so that when people see your work, yeah, people see, you know, um, I mean, just your work in general, like, yeah. like I said, like when people see my work, um, they think it's beautiful. And I love hearing that because in mm. the end it's like, I, I don't, you don't want to be carrying yourself in a bad way, you know, yeah. treating people disrespectfully, you know, um, just being a, I mean, how do you say it? Like an awful person. You, how, mm. how far are you going to get being that way? Um, you know, with showing your work because in mm. the end, like your, your actions reflect your work mm-hmm. and it's uh, very important, you know, for anybody out there that when you find what you love to do, mm. carry yourself the right way. Yeah. And, um, and literally, it may be hard sometimes, but the thing is, work on yourself. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's not it's, sometimes it's not easy. So, yeah. and I get that. But the thing is, though, you'll get through it. You know, mm-hmm. everybody gets through it, and um, you can you can do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love that. That's powerful. Well, tell tell listeners, you know, mm-hmm. um, 
number one, like where they can find your, your work. Um, because I think your work is just, uh, I can't wait for them to see it. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. beautiful. So where can they purchase your work? Where can they find it? You know, um, I know you do commissions as well. Mm-hmm. So if it's a custom piece, yeah. um, maybe kind of give some info on, on where to find that. So you can find a lot of my artwork. I really do a lot on Instagram and Facebook. So if you type in official laughing artist, it should pop up. Um, and you can always find me on TikTok as well. Um, you can type in laughing artist on TikTok, but you go on my Instagram or Facebook, you can scroll through. Um, I'll have some information, whether it's sold or available and just feel free to message me or email me for any kind of opportunity. If you want a commission, if you want to buy one of my pieces or get a mural opportunity, um, I, I love the, the feedback that I got from Cal Sessions, you know, yeah. talking about it. The website's going to be up, I think, by next week. Okay. So it will be a lot easier for people to hop on there and purchase a painting or purchase a print. Mm. Um, everything's going to be on there and then a list of events. So it's very important that, you know, you go in there, you like, you share their work. And not just me. We're talking about all artists. Yeah. But it's just, um, you know, support your local artists. It's very important. And uh, it's just, you know, I'm beyond blessed with all this. Yeah. Well, uh, we so enjoyed having you on the show and, um, you know, our, our prayer for you is that yeah. you would continue to reach generations, right? Not just one generation, yeah. but generations. Cause I think art speaks into every generation, not oh, yeah. just, you know, one. And so, uh, we love you so much and, uh, hope you continue to do amazing things and impact this community and abroad. So, uh, we love you guys. Thank you so much for joining us around the table. And, uh, we look forward to having another conversation next Friday. Love y'all. Love you guys. (laughs) 